0: Shalom everybody, we're continuing with where we left off in the Kutei Section Evin Ezer, the Laws of Matrimony, Hilchot Ishut Discourse number 4, Halakha Dalet, paragraph 12 Based on the Kutei Moran Lesson 24 At this point now, Rav is going into so many beautiful details About the marriage and the marriage ceremony Showing how they relate to the concepts mentioned in Lesson 24 At this point now he goes further into the whole the idea of the ktuba and the value of the ktuba so look what he says and we said already the Ketubah is what binds the running the the mat, the running the ratso the redifa of the man the male principle and the of the bouncing back of the female principle what binds them together the bond that it's a lasting bond in order to create a capacity and a potential of bringing forth a child who will have within his reach to perceive the infinite light which is not just Chokhmah but the combination of the Chokhmah and the being of the wife to help a person through that perceive the infinite light. So since the Ktubah binds that binds them together it has in its representation these concepts also. So he says here Rav Nossim Valken Shi'ur Hu'chamishim Sheker Kesef Therefore the Torah obligation, minimal monetary value of the Ketubah, when we say monetary value, like we said last time, it means that if God forbid a man dies or divorces his wife, she gets money for that. She gets, uh, the al- I don't know if you call it alimony in modern terminology, but she gets the money value of the Ketubah, which is what bounded them. And Rav explained earlier why this is necessary. But what is that value? According to Torah it's what's called 50 shekel kesef, 50 shkalim, that's the term of the currency of silver. That's the, that's the value, minimum value today people do much more you have svardim who like adding tons of schumim, going very high and stuff like that, people add over the minimum, you have what's also from the Rabbanan, etc but the minimum according to the Torah it's initiated at 50 shekels of silver value this is learned out from the verse in Dvarim, where or talks there about a man who rapes a single woman. He has forced his relations with a woman who's not married. So if she agrees, he's obligated to marry her. And he has to give a value, has to give like a, a type of a knas, a type of a fine, a fifty Shkalim uh, of silver to the father of the girl. What I want a young girl who's still in the possession, domain of her father. She's uh, between the age of twelve and twelve and a half, something like that. It's called the Na'ara. Okay, she's not yet fully matured, and at the same time she's not a little girl. She's in in-between stage. It's called the Naara. Okay, so because that, that's why the money is going to the father, because she's still a little girl under his uh, under his authorization. So, the Torah says there, if a man now falls round with a young girl at this age, for example, so he has to give to the father 50 shekel kesef. And in the Gemara, they learned out in Ketubot, Masechat Ketubot, page 10a, that this amount given by the Torah, 50 shekelim of silver, we learn now that this is the value of bonding a man and a woman. Because if this, def- if this is the fine imposed on him for raping the woman, and then he gets to keep her, he can't he can't divorce her now. He's, he has to he has to marry her. That's what the Torah is talking about that in that case. So since the bonding is taking in fifty shekels of silver, so that is what's required to bond a normal husband and wife, a normal a normal man and woman. It's fifty shekel kesef. So he explains why this number fifty. Because you should know, he's entering the in a new term for the infinite light. All of all of a person's perceptions, all of his deep contemplation of God and life and Hashem, etc., is drawn from the fiftieth level, number fifty. I jumped a little. He's going to get to this, but he's going step by step. from Where are we getting this from? From the impression left from when the person experienced a type of self-nullification and became one, became included in the concept of the nine chambers mentioned in this lesson. Rabbi Nachman says the nine chambers are created from a bounce. And if a person now merits to create properly the nine chambers, they become a vessel for him to perceive through them the infinite light, so that he comes back from that experience through these nine chambers. That's what Reb Nachman says. So that means that the nine chambers serve as a, as a, as a means, have a, an impression left from that experience. And he says here, <speaking language> This, Rav Nosson says, is one and the same with the famous concept of the 50 gates of understanding. 50 gates being, Mm The 50th gate, uh, there's 49 which are reachable. And by the way, just a little hint, we said there's 9 chambers. So 9 times 9, in other words, multiples of 9, reaching up to another 9, reach up to number 49, maximum, period. That's it. Number 50, beyond reach. That's what he's saying here that the 50th gate is above the person's reach, above his capacity. All he can have is an experience in it and then in and out. Like we said in the lesson, Mate So he's saying here, Rav Nosim, because the 50th gate, it's impossible, you cannot comprehend and grasp. And the person has to draw f- through. 50 gates in total that's the 50th plus these least 49 underneath it until it becomes some grasp in the person's mind from the impression left of that light and experience and now he's going to say that this is why the kutubah which does that also it makes this bond in order to enable the infinite light to penetrate this marriage and the child will be produced and conceived by this couple so we need for that to be activated we need the input of the 50th level even though it is beyond reach we need its input and the value of the ktuba being 50 shekels comes to show that we're trying to tap into number 50 here